Hi, Simon Mosca here, and welcome to The Box. Tonight, I am doing a recap of Episode 8 of Survivor Season 40. We have a lot to talk about. Lots of stuff happened. There was lots of craziness. We had Tyson coming back in the game. We had that Edge of Your Seat Challenge. Ah, oh, there's a lot to cover. Let's hit the intro. Now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the Box Podcast. And now, here's your host, Simon Mosca. Good evening, everybody. I'm Simon Mosca, and welcome to the Box. Tonight, we are talking about Episode 8 of Survivor 40, a giant episode, the big episode all right this is the merge episode this is the edge of extinction comeback episode the resurrection of uh, christ uh, i mean tyson uh who who comes back from the grave perfect for easter all right but yeah lots of stuff to cover so let's dig right in the episode starts off with um the players on the edge of extinction having to make a decision all right they, th- these people have fire tokens and now they have a menu they can buy up to three advantages in the challenge at one fire token apiece, which, by the way, is cheap. All right, that 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 ain't nothing. One one fire token to buy an advantage, that's a sale. All right, but you can also buy a hidden immunity idol. So if you do get back in the game, you go back in the game with an idol, and that idol will set you back three fire tokens. All right, it's expensive. Boston Rob uh, was fortunate enough to get a fire token from his wife, Amber. She gave him a fire token. By the way, that's a very nice wife to give your your husband uh, some money. She gave Boston Rob one of her fire tokens. He had three. Now he has four. And he decides, like Natalie, to spend one fire token on one advantage and the other three fire tokens on an immunity idol. And I sort of get it. I understand where his mind was at at the time. Because he's thinking, all right, I win this competition. I get back in the game. It's going to be a revolving door. They're going to send my uh, Bostonian ass back to the edge. So might as well buy an idol. Well, it turned out not to work in his favor. Because Tyson ends up winning the challenge. And he won by a hair, all right? I was on the edge of my seat. And he didn't win by a by a long hair like like the ones that are on top of his on top of his head, folks. No. He won by a very short hair. A tiny short hair on the like 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 the type of hair you find on someone's chinny chin chin. Okay? It was close. And Boston Rob would have won that challenge if he if he would have bought Another advantage, instead of spending his tokens on an idol, uh, he would have won. He might be kicking himself now, back on the edge. Oh my god, I should... See, this is a time where it would be really cool if I knew how to do a Boston Rob impression. And I would do an impression of him uh, speaking. But but I can't. All I can do is this. Amber. That's all I can do, really. Anyways. <laughs> I left my keys in the car, Amber. Alright, sorry. So anyways, Tyson 
wins his way back in the game. By the way, we saw a side of Tyson that we normally don't see. We saw him uh, shed his uh, his snark and his humor for a, for a cup for a moment, just for a moment, and we got to see that. Lo and behold, Tyson, or as the French call him, Tichon, actually has a soul, a heart and soul. He shed a couple of tears, uh, talking about uh, he misses his children. And uh, what a surprise. The snarky Tyson has feelings and he has a heart. Good Lord. Shock and awe, folks. Shock and awe. But anyways, we had that touching moment. And then we have him win that challenge. Get back in the game. And believe it or not, not even a target. Which I think is stupid because this guy was on the edge of extinction conversing and spending all kinds of time with the jury. That's right. He was spending 24 hours a day with the jury. And if he's in the final two, it's going to be hard to beat this guy. Okay? Because he was uh, getting buddy-buddy with the jury there on the edge. I think uh, the fact that they didn't even consider voting him off is very shocking, but good for Tyson. But anyways... We have that merge feast now, and uh, we have Denise recounting her her story of dethroning the Queen Sandra. Uh, by the way, speaking about Sandra, on Twitter, when she raised that white flag last episode and quit the edge of extinction, people were crying like babies online. Oh my god. She's not the queen anymore. She ruined her legacy. She quit Survivor. L- let's talk about this for a minute, all right? First of all, first of all, she didn't quit Survivor. She got voted out fair and square. What she did quit is the edge of extinction. But before this season started, we had all kinds of people crying and whining and moaning about the edge of extinction twist and saying it's not real Survivor, all right? And now we have Sandra going, you know what? I don't like this Edge of Extinction. It's not for me. This is not my type of game. I like to play uh, strategically. I don't want to play a game that's all physical and all competitions. I'm out. See you later, bitches. Call me an Uber. I'm going home. And now all of a sudden, we have Survivor so-called purists going, Oh, Sandra quit the game. She's not a real uh, player She's uh, She tarnished her legacy. Guys, guys, guys. You just said that Edge of Extinction is not real Survivor. And now we have somebody not wanting to be on there. And you're saying that it's tarnishing her legacy? What's wrong with you people? She did not tarnish her legacy. Her Survivor legacy was never, ever about competition wins. It was always about strategic gameplay and the edge of extinction it's all about competitions it's not about strategy okay we don't vote people from the edge back in the game there's no no alliances there's no strategic uh talk it's only competitions all right now having said that to all the people who bitched and moaned and whined that sandra didn't stay on the edge of extinction did you watch this competition and did you think that sandra would have been able to beat all these other players and she would have won her way back in the game do you think that how many challenges has sandra won genius huh how many 
Go ahead, answer. I'll wait. Answer. I have all. I I'm in isolation, guys. I have all the time in the world. I'll wait. If you don't know, you can search it. Do do a search right now, and tell me how many competitions did Sandra win? Is she a competition beast? But anyways, if you think Sandra would have won this competition, you're you're an idiot. Plain and simple. But anyways, uh, now we have the merge feast, and we have Denise talking about her move, which by the way was brilliant, uh, of. Getting rid of Sandra. She's the Queenslayer. That Denise. I personally would not have uh, bragged about it that much. But you have to remember that these people are in the jury. It's touchy. It's kind of complicated. Because a lot of people watched that scene and were saying, Oh my god, Denise is so stupid. She's bragging about that move. She's putting a target on her back. But at the same time... You need to tell these people what you did because it was a fantastic move and you deserve the credit. And once you're at, if, if Denise does end up being in the final two or three or whatever, facing that jury, they need to know her moves. So I don't think it was as dumb as people are saying. Uh, maybe she should have said it with less uh, pomp. Maybe she should have humble bragged it. Maybe, maybe. But Survivor is complicated, all right? There's some things that players do that are deemed as really stupid. And sometimes I don't really agree with it. Like Boston Rob spending his fire tokens on the immunity idol. As opposed to buying two more advantages. Like I said, if he had bought advantages, he, he probably, most probably would have won. Would have beat Tyson. But... When he had to make this decision, he's not a fortune teller, alright? He's not a psychic. He doesn't have a crystal ball. He had no way of knowing that back then. And if you can just enter his mind for a little bit, it is scary uh, going back in the game with no idol and being a massive threat. And also, uh, Natalie made the same decision as Boston Rob. But Boston Rob is an idiot, according to Twitter, for not buying more advantages. But Natalie uh, gets off scot-free. It doesn't make much sense, guys. I don't get it. They both made the same decision. Sometimes I don't understand the Survivor community. But that's just me. Maybe I'm just an idiot. But anyways, we had then we had uh, an immunity challenge, endurance competition. Jeremy pulled out a win. Uh, Denise pulled out a win. She was she had her head on the chopping block. Her name was coming up. So that was good for her that she won that competition. Uh, I actually I enjoy watching endurance competitions on Survivor. The only thing I don't like, and I hope they don't do it this time, is when they do too many back-to-back. So I'm hoping that next episode it's not an endurance uh, challenge because I hate when they do them back to back and the worst was San Juan del Sur they did so many of these uh, endurance competitions and stuff that involved feet it was like who created those challenges in that season was it someone that had a foot fetish it was very strange but anyways actually in hindsight maybe it was only one challenge with feet but I, I have such a, uh, a disgust for feet that like one challenge is already too many okay 
Right? You, you, you know, people that have a foot fetish. I have the opposite of that. I cannot stand feet. They're disgusting. The grossest part of the human body. Uh, why am I talking about feet now? For God's sakes, I'm going off topic. But anyways, now, tribal council is looming. And there's three plans on the table. There's one plan is to get rid of Nick. And Ben, Ben's annoyed with Nick. And we have that funny uh, montage of Nick uh, butting his head in to the conversations, which I found very silly and funny. And we, we also got to see him wearing a blazer with no shirt, uh, which kind of was, was not bad. I mean, if I, I wouldn't be able to pull that off, first of all. I mean, if I w- went somewhere with a blazer and no shirt, people would be saying, call the police now. Now! I mean, don't get me wrong. It looks weird, but he pulls it off better than I could pull, pull it off. Uh, but, but yeah, that was a funny scene. I enjoyed that scene. Another funny scene is uh, Adam uh, being annoyed by Ben. I, I love this. I, I love the Ben and Adam thing. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It's really funny. Once again, I'm going off topic here, but what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, the three plans. So one plan was to get rid of Nick. The other plan was getting rid of Adam. And then you had another plan of getting rid of Wendell, which Jeremy really did not want. Jeremy and Wendell were close. They were allied, uh, but in the, at the end of the day, Wendell got his torch snuffed, uh, which sucks for Michelle because uh, now she has to make her own decisions without Wendell telling her what to do. <laughs> a little dig at Michelle right there. Sorry about that. No, Michelle is a good player, right? I'm just busting her balls a little bit. It's okay, folks. Loosen up a little, okay? We're all in quarantine here. There's a virus killing us. Let's relax a little. Uh, so anyways, Wendell gets sent to the edge of extinction. Nick and Adam live to see another day. Okay, let's do a little recap of advantages. Uh, who has an advantage in the game? I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. Kim has an immunity idol. Jeremy has safety without power. That means he can duck out of any tribal council, uh, but he will not get a vote. Sarah has the steal a vote advantage. Sophie and Sarah, uh, they're co-owners of an immunity idol, but I think Sarah gave back her part to Sophie, so now it's Sophie's idol. I keep saying this over and over again. These goddamn half-idol thing. Stop it, CBS. Just give us regular idols. Anyways. Poverty has an idol nullifier. But she's not in the game. She's on the edge of extinction. So it's worthless at the moment. And now, let's talk Survivor Economics. Who is the richest player in the game right now? Hey, sorry, I don't know what, what no cool just happened there. I said economics and uh, my phone is giving me the definition of economics. I know what economics means. Uh, anyways, uh, the richest player in the game at the moment is Michelle with four fire tokens. By the way, Natalie had four, Boston Rob had three, and Amber gave him one. They, they, they spent their fire tokens on an idol. 
in the event that they would get back in the game. Well, they didn't win the competition, but their money, they can't get no refund, folks. All right? Sales are final. So they lost their fire tokens. And so right now, Michelle is rolling in that cash. She's the richest one there. She got four fire tokens. Who are uh, the poorest players in the game right now? They are Wendell, Yule, Natalie, Danny, Amber, Poverty, Ethan, Boston Rob, and Tyson. And all these people have no fire tokens. They're broke. They're broke-ass motherfuckers, okay? They're standing at the curb. Please spare some change. I need to eat. They're broke. They got no money. Okay, let's do something right now. Very fun. I do this every week. I give stars and I give anchors. Now, every week I choose a group of players that I like to call the stars of the week. These are a group of players uh, around four, five, sometimes six players that I feel really shined in this episode. It could be strategically. It could be uh, because they're just very entertaining. It could be they were the stars of the show, as in they got the most airtime out of anybody else. It could be for various numerous reasons. And I also give one player the anchor of the episode title. This is an unbelievably prestigious title given to somebody. This is like getting the Nobel Peace Prize, except quadruple the amount of prestigious, okay? This is big. People cry when they get this. Who is it going to be this week? Well, you're going to wait, because first, I'm going to give the stars of the week, okay? Who are the stars of the week this time? They are Tyson, Denise, Jeremy, and Sophie. Why? Why these four, you ask? Let me answer. Tyson, because, God damn it, because it's Tyson. He won his way back. Uh, he escaped from the edge. He's back in the game. We had that, that okay? Now, why Denise? Because we had that interesting scene of Denise recounting the tale of her slaying the queen. I, I very much liked that scene. Her name was brought up. Uh, but she managed to win that tough challenge. And she kept herself safe. So way to go, Denise. You're a star this week. Uh, why Jeremy? Because Jeremy was involved in a lot of strategic conversations. He uh, was close to Wendell. He didn't want Wendell gone. Unfortunately, he didn't get his way, but like I said, he was very heavily into the, the strategic gameplay this week. And also, he pulled off an immunity win. That was a tough challenge, so in my eyes, that merits being a star of the week. And Sophie, why Sophie? Because Sophie, uh, this season, is killing it. She's doing a great job in the game. Uh, we had that scene of her shivering. Right, shivering cold there. She lasts fairly long in the challenge. Uh, also, she was the major push behind getting Wendell out, and she managed to get what she wanted. Wendell got his torch snuffed out. And also, we had that scene of Jeremy saying he doesn't want to be perceived as as uh, 
leading the way vote-wise. But Sophie is a smart cookie, folks. She sees right through that. She knows what's going on. She's very bright. And she's uh, in a very good position in the game. And if she wins, I would not be surprised at all. She's playing a very good game. And now, who gets the coveted, the prestigious anchor of the episode title? Wherever you are, folks, I strongly suggest you ground yourself. Take a seat. Sit down. If you're drinking something, put it down. I don't want you guys to choke on it. <laughs> okay, settle down. Get comfortable. Make sure you're grounded. And here it goes. Envelope, please. Thank you. It's a sealed envelope here. And the award for anchor of the episode goes to... La La Land. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Wrong. Wrong envelope. God damn it. Give me the right envelope. Stupid assistant. Give me the right one this time. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. Yeah, you better be sorry. Okay. This is the right envelope this time. The winner of the anchor of the episode goes to... Tyson, ladies and gentlemen. Tyson, that's right. Now, why Tyson? Let me tell you something, okay? This week, I was torn. I was torn about who to give this prestigious title to. It was between Tyson and Sophie. I couldn't decide between the two. And in the end, I decided, let me, go, let me give it to Tyson because it was a very special episode for Tyson. This guy was dead, okay? He was dead. Uh, literally died. No, just kidding. But he <laughs> he was on the edge of extinction, and he comes back from the grave like like uh, that guy. Uh, I always forget his name. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ. Okay, this guy crawls out of the grave. Uh, we have that that seed that I talked about earlier about uh, him missing his family, and uh, he comes back in the game. Uh, a belly full of peanut butter. Uh, and he's not even a target. They didn't mention his name at all. He didn't need to buy no stinking idol. Alright? He managed to survive that vote. And I think he has a lot of staying power. So congratulations, Tyson. Everybody was talking about Tyson uh, after that episode. I haven't seen so many people talk about Tyson since that time. Uh, he ripped off Evander... Evander Holyfield's ear off. Uh, actually, that might have been a different Tyson. I forget. But anyways. Uh, yeah, he was a man of the town last episode. Everybody was talking about Tyson. So, of course, he gets the prestigious anchor of the episode title. Congratulations, Tyson. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if I mean, I'd be surprised if you did. But if you did... Good, I'm, I'm happy. And if you did, please subscribe. It's free. It won't cost you a fire token at all. Okay? Just hit that subscribe. Or at least click like or comment. Do something, alright? Okay, you want to give me a negative comment? Uh, I'll accept it. Go, go ahead. Tell me I'm wrong about something, okay? Just do something.
making these episodes, it's like yelling into an abyss. I put a lot of time, I put a lot of energy and effort, and it go it, it falls on deaf ears. I get no comments, I get no likes. I think I have one subscriber, and there was a guy that uh, I forced to subscribe to me at gunpoint. All right, I, I have him locked in my basement. I put a gun to his head and I said, "You better subscribe, motherfucker, or you're dead." And that's my only subscriber. It's that guy that I forced at gunpoint. It's very embarrassing, folks. So subscribe, like, comment, tell your friends, and uh, wash your hands for God's sakes, and be careful out there. This has been Simon Mosca. Thanks for tuning in to the box. See you next time, jackass. Let's get scratching. I left my keys in the car, Amber.